play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining for episode 115. Uh, as always, a lot of great bands to play, a lot of great bands to talk about, a lot of new stuff. Uh, the new list, a little bigger than the last time. So September, has got some new stuff along the ways here. And new release season is just on the horizon. Would you say that there's a, a more prime time of the year? You do reviews, so what I'd do you think? I'd say a lot more come out in between the spring and summer and between the summer and fall. Not so much in the dead of summer, I feel, because I feel like that's when everyone's going on tour, uh, majority of bands anyway. Right. I feel like um, a lot of albums want to come out right around uh, the holiday season or just in time for the holiday season, which is fall. Right. And I feel like a lot more want to come out in the spring when in most areas the weather is getting warmer. You know, and everyone's like trying to get ready to go on tour. Okay. Well, I think that uh, that's sizing up to be around right now. There's a lot coming out. Uh, Dead Legions came out with Unite and Conquer, three-track EP on August 25th. Root Pride came out with a split with Lazy Class on August 28th. The Decline with Flash Gordon Ramsey Street on August 30th. Mean Jeans with Gigantic Strike on August 30th. Guilt Trip with River of Lies, August 30th. All Eyes West with Like Lightning on August 30th. Hesitation Wounds with Shikanery. I don't even know. I think that's how you say that. Uh, Shikanery? Shikanery? <laughs> Shikanery. <laughs> that's on August 30th. Uh, Broken Heroes split with South Class Veterans. Split's called The Jersey Devil Cometh. It came out in August. I don't know what the official date was, though. Death Ridge Boys with Fooled Again. It's an EP, September 2nd. The Daily Grind with self-titled Daily Grind, September 2nd. Hateful Monday with Pit Stop Punk Rock <laughs> on September 2nd. Los Pepes with Automatic, Here Comes the Darkness. That's a four-track, and that's the, the name of the singles, on or the lead singles on each side of that four-track there. And Los Pepes, they're from the UK. Really? <laughs> yes. Could have fooled me with that name. Right? That's why I, th I thought I better put that out there. Uh, that's September 2nd. Next is Death Therapy Cure with Omicide. I think we talked about that in the last, uh, last episode. Omicide. Yeah. And that is September 3rd. Senses Fail with From the Depths of Dreams, September 6th. Save Face has a split with Graduating Life on September 12th. School Drugs with Modern Medicine on September 13th. Tiger Army is coming out with Retro Future September 13th. They pre-released three singles if you want to check those out before next Friday. The Subhumans <laughs> have uh, full length. It's going to be on Pirates Press. It's called Crisis Point September 13th. And they're also releasing a split on September 13th. With the restarts. Oh, perfect. What an ambitious band there, huh? <laughs> Just in case you don't have enough subhumans to go around, we got two new releases coming your way. Right? Uh, last two for this episode, Brutality Will Prevail with Misery Sequence, September 13th, and Sus Suspense Heroes Syndicate. 
with the Mary 7-inch on September 14th. Any of those that you're looking forward to? Well, obviously the Subhumans ones I'm looking forward to. And Tiger Army, I haven't heard that name in quite a few years. I was not aware they're still active. They are. Retro Future coming out soon. And uh, like I said, anybody that wants to check those out before next Friday's release, go check out those three tracks that have already been uh, released for your listening pleasure. Yeah. That'll probably be... I'll probably be something I'll check out for future episodes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, cool band. Uh, Death Ridge Boys, I pre-ordered my EP. It should be here within the next couple of days. The sh- Senate was released, or not released, shipped to me on Monday, so I should be getting it any day now. All right. You're and on top of it. Yeah, man. I'm a big fan of that band. Uh, Root Fried and Lazy Class Split. Definitely want that, but that's uh, being sold on those European labels. So want to get a few albums and spend the shipping and wait a month. You know how that goes coming from overseas. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, those weeks of anticipation. Right? <laughs> All right. You've joined us. We are a punk rock review and interview show. Interviews will be coming soon. It's been a drought. Haven't really pursued to do any. We've been doing other things uh, with the show. Uh, but looking to do some interviews coming up. And uh, thank you for joining. We're going to jump into some new tracks. So first up, uh, you have a band that did a release on June 28th. Yeah, very recent. It's a local band, a uh, kind of a Americana-infused uh, acoustic punk type band uh, called Tiny Boats. They released the album Thicker Than Blood, uh, like you said, back in uh, the end of June. And this is their second album they put out from after uh, the broken vessels and i got this from slug and one of the first album reviews i received since i don't know the first half of this year (laughs) so and i remember hearing this i'm thinking "Eh, it sounds an awful lot like when uh, all these fat records artists uh take the acoustic route and do like solo projects of their own and specifically his uh uh the guy's voice i think his name was uh Joss or Jess Crowley? Okay. Something. I'm probably mex- messing up his name, but <laughs> it reminds me very much of Joey Cape's voice from Lagwagon, oh. cool. and the acoustic style follows very similar to that. It's uh, you know, like most folk is, it's just you know common chords and just trying to get like these catchy hooks in and melodies out just to get people to sing along with, and it is accomplished here. And I really like the song play Now My Old Enemy. It kind of touches on the double-edged sword of an apathetic personalities that we often face in punk rock and just kind of like, oh, nothing matters, you know, the nihilistic approach or defeatist attitude. <laughs> it's just kind of like, well, that's just, you know, if everyone stops caring, then nobody's cool anymore. Like, right. it's just not, it's not fun anymore. So that's why I really like this song is... I just like introspective lyrics like that. (laughs) Well, let's check out uh, some of My Old Enemy. We're going to play another track uh, coming up after from Tiny Boats. Yep.
That's my old enemy. We're going to play one more. Yeah, we're going to be playing the song Shake, and in parentheses, we've got ourselves a situation. And this one's a bit of a left-hand turn from their acoustic sound. This is more like a... This is their more electric skate punk feel Okay. that you hear in a lot of their influences. And I like this one because this is a bit more on the political side, and it's talking about how... Uh, it kind of plays a double entendre of how Salt Lake or the whole Wasatch Front is overdue for this giant earthquake. <laughs> and it's kind of talking about how we are basically almost reaching a boiling point with people who are just fed up with the the politics of Salt Lake City and Utah in general with the, for multiple reasons. <laughs> and it's saying like, well, there's going to be, at one point, everyone's just going to break and it's going to split the state in two. <laughs> well, that, I think that's relatable to other states and maybe even other countries for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right yeah, I'm sure this is a relatable topic to anyone who lives in a city with any type of oppression, which is damn near everywhere right. when you really think about it. So, oh, and Salt Lake obviously is no exception. We just have a unique set of problems that everyone deals with or tries to tries to change. Right. And hopefully that change will come soon. <laughs> All right, this is Shake.
you did a review for Tiny Boats. Have you seen Tiny Boats play live again? They're from here. They're from Salt Lake. I've never seen Tiny Boats. I've uh, I may have seen their names on a couple of flyers, but I never went to a show in which they were playing. So, uh, but now that I've heard this, I was like, huh? Now I gotta check them out live. And see if they're as explosive on stage as they are on the CD. Right. <laughs> yeah. And. Yeah, my review will be coming out in this month's issue of Slug. If not in print, then definitely online. I'll, if you want a more detailed description of what I think about this album, I thought it was pretty good front to back. So uh, does the uh, yeah. print stuff, obviously people around town in Salt Lake can pick that up, but yeah. uh, if it goes to print, does it also go online? Yeah, anything that's in the Slug Magazine's print goes online as well. Okay. But there's more stuff online, obviously, because there's no limit to what you can put on there. Sure. Yeah. With uh, with print, you're kind of limited, and you know, with that, you also have to account for ad space. Yeah. For all the all the people that are sponsoring Slug and all that other crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, let's play next band. So I'm gonna be playing 390. An interview with those guys uh, a while back, and they're coming out with new stuff. So this was a new single that was just released uh, a little over a month ago, so July 25th. Been looking to play it. Uh, the single's called Destruction, and they have something new, a new one uh, coming out, a new album coming out, I believe in October. So either in the next few weeks or sometime soon, expect to hear the the Destruction. Not Destruction. Destruction's now the 390 guys from La Habra. Blah, blah. <laughs> yes. Blah, blah. <laughs> in, uh, in Orange County. So 390 with Destruction.
All right, so look for 390 to be back on the show before too long. Uh, cool band, like the track. Like I said, they've been on the show before. And leading into that, uh, next band, Chaz Valentine is also a part of Flirting with Disaster. And Chaz was like the third interview we ever did for the show. Is that right? Yes. And so Chaz has been doing stuff with Flirting with Disaster for the last uh, year, two years. And they just released a new single. It's called Cynical. And this band, Flirting with Disaster, that's some pop punk out of Auckland, New Zealand. This is Cynical. It was released August 13th. We got pop punk in the day and under. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, so changing gears from 390, but still yep. cool, both uh, new stuff. Cynical from Flirting with Disaster just came out this last month in August. Man, it's cool tracks. What do you think uh, of the new stuff there from shit, all three bands? We heard uh, Tiny Boats. Uh, you're going to be doing a review on that. What do you think of 390? What do you think of uh, Flirting with Disaster? Uh, 390, um, yeah, I'm not surprised that they, uh, you know, coming from the OC. Uh, immediately when they started playing, what screamed in my head was TSOL. Okay. <laughs> and his uh, his voice uh, kind of mimics that same style of uh, animation in the in his vocal drawl as Jack Grisham does. And that and that sound has got a very old school kind of late seventies vibe to it, like uh, when punk was kind of in that transitional phase of hardcore. It reminded me of a lot of the Germs or the Dead Boys stuff okay. like that. And uh, yeah, cynical. The <clears throat> oddly, oddly enough, something that pretty much anyone can relate to <laughs> from their <laughs> mid twenties on, right? Which is uh, 
kind of what we were talking about with uh, in the last episode with uh, pop punk, how it's uh, got that shotgun effect with uh, uh, kind of menial messages that anyone can uh, grasp a hold of and be like, yeah, I'm feeling this way. And yep, this is no exception. Most anyone in their time has felt cynical about something or somebody. Right. <laughs> I've felt cynical about pop punk, <laughs> but that was yeah, that was a fun that was a fun track. I, I enjoyed it. It was pretty short though. I felt like it was clocked in at two minutes and twenty three seconds. I felt like that on some tracks too before, yeah. uh, where it's like, oh, maybe it was a little bit short. It feels like it could have went a little bit longer. And then sometimes I hear some other tracks, especially ones that go five plus minutes. Sometimes I think, yeah, that probably could have been a little shorter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into some older or lesser-known tracks. First up, you have a, a couple tracks from the band Cerebral Ballsy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know Marky Ramone. I used to listen to Marky Ramone uh, on his punk rock blitzkrieg that he did a couple hours, uh, three hours a week. And yeah. when Cerebral Ballsy first came out, probably back around 2011, because this album, the self-titled album, came out July 26, 2011. Yep. Uh, he was a pretty big fan of these guys. I'm sure he still is, but th- that's where I first came yeah. across Cerebral Ballsy. Yeah. I kind of discovered them around the same, that same time as well, because in uh, 2010, 2011, I was in high school and was just in the depths of my punk phase, <laughs> and but also was really pissed off because all the music I was listening to were bands that had either like broken up before I was even born or lost their key members, you know, classic story, and right. I was... I was watching uh, some something on Adult Swim, one of the many programs they have on there, and they did the. Uh, they were doing the a music video for the song "Don't Tell Me What to Do" by Cerebral Ballsy, and I was just kind of like, "Oh, a commercial! I'm just not gonna pay attention to it." And then I just hear that uh, guitar and this and this guy just screaming about people, telling him what to do, and he's not having it. I'm like, this sounds vaguely familiar i thought they were doing like an old school like retro thing where it's like hey remember when this band was big but no this was like cerebral ballsy adult swim uh from their album the songs don't tell me what to do from their self-titled album released 2011 i'm like this is current holy shit it still exists punk rock like that sounds like this so it was like a culture shock to me and it like reignited my hope that i'll be able to see some cool bands that sound like the like Black Flag or Circle Jerks or Bad Brains. That's right. Well, let's jump right in. The first track you picked was Drug Myself Dumb. Oh, yeah, classic one.
right, that was Drug Myself Dumb. Now we're going to get into the one you just talked about. Yep, the one that started it all. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> it was like the whole music video played as a buffer on a, between Adult Swim's program and the commercial. Nice. And I was like, that's perfect. You get that's the best way to showcase a punk band. Just show their one minute video. <laughs> From Brooklyn, in case you're curious on where that sound is coming from. Yep. New York still pumping out great punk rock bands. <laughs> <laughs> it's not dead in New York. That's right. A lot of great bands uh, still coming out of there and still playing there, which is awesome. And we're going to play another band coming up uh, when we do the metal tracks anyway, also from Brooklyn. But <laughs> before we get there, the, the band I'm playing uh, might be a little lesser known, uh, not too old. Came out January 31st of this year. A uh, band that was shared with me, it's the Pale Lips. They had the album After Dark. And this track's called Your Doll. They're classified, according to their Facebook page, as bubblegum punk slash power pop <laughs> slash rock and roll. I can already hear it. <laughs> it's got a very 50s vibe to it, right? <laughs> bubblegum pop. All right, they're from Montreal.
That's the ladies from Pale Lips from Montreal doing the track Your Doll. We play all genres and subgenres on this show of punk rock music. That's just what we do. Uh, and I, I say it numerous times. There's always uh, every track that we play. Uh, I like to play the stuff that gets shared with me as well. I appreciate the people that share the music. And at least one of us always likes at least something yeah. of the track. And I like it. I think it has uh, – it's a cool sound. I like that kind of – I guess it's the bubblegum punk sound yeah. to it. And uh, I thought they did a great job. So if you're a fan of the Pale Lips, go check them out. Go check out that newer album uh, came out this year, After Dark. And go check out that track, You're a Doll. This part of the show, we normally talk about touring bands. The band I was going to talk about for this episode – was not able to do their show here in Utah, so I thought, well, we'll talk a little bit more about PSO because PSO was just here this past week. Yes, they were. <laughs> uh, really wasn't as much of a tour, but they did a show in Boise, Salt Lake, uh, Denver. Those yeah. are the ones that I'm aware of. Uh, that's what's on their Facebook page. For some reason, I thought there might have been another show or two. A uh, local band here, Mandalore, uh, also did the shows with them, which is awesome. Uh, love Mandalore. They're, they're a great band. We, we played them, shoot, like a month ago, maybe. Yeah, always a reoccurrence. <laughs> right? So PSO, they're from Lemon Grove in California. Huh, their style it. is listed as hardcore skate punk. Yeah, that's uh, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> their uh, yeah, their sound is like very old school hardcore from like a circa late eighties. Think a lot of uh, Gorilla Biscuits or uh, Dag Nasty, okay, uh, type of stuff like that. Very youth crew oriented, um, but definitely has that West Coast vibe. They are from Lemon Grove, which is in uh, SoCal, San Diego kind of area, and yeah, they are skate rats, like <laughs> hands hands down. Just these, uh, they are these dirty skate kids. They have been part of punk, uh, in punk rock, active, playing in bands since they were like nine years old. Because their uh, their dad was an old school punk rocker from the seventies and eighties, and he would. They said that he would throw parties in their backyard for all their friends, and they got the idea. It's like, hey, we should just play. Uh, we should just play as a punk band because we don't really need to learn our instruments <laughs> and we can sound terrible and it will still fit. <laughs> and that was their first band, the Jacked Rabbits. Okay. So, and then as time went on, as they were getting older, they were like, oh, well, we can actually uh, get better at playing our instruments. So let's like actually form a, a better band. And that's when PSO came about 10 years ago in 2009. And they are relentless with their touring and they put out so many... They've done splits, they've done singles, they released EPs, they released one uh, full length to my knowledge, it was My Way Out, and just the, just this last year, uh, last April, uh, April of this year, I should say, they released the Culture Vulture EP, and I love the, f I love the title track, Culture Vulture, just, it rhymes, but it also deals with a problem that's been prevalent in punk and skating in general, and... They're saying it's just the people who want to come into the scene and not really put in any work and just kind of adopt the style of it just because it looks cool. And those are the people in skateboarding. They're like the people who wear the thrasher shirts, who show up to a skate park dressed in full Zoomies garb. <laughs> they just <laughs> spend 120 bucks on new vans and all these skate shoes and just these all this gimmicky stuff. And it's like you really don't need to do that to skateboard. All you need is... Well, you need the shoes because that's just how it is. Like, you got to get yourself a pair of skate shoes, but you don't need to dress the part. You can just come in and you 
just do what you do as long as you're honest in your craft. And the same thing goes with punk rock. You know, anyone who comes in, you don't have to dress a certain way. You just have to come in. And if you feel like you like the music and you like the culture, then do more than just saying you're a punk rocker without coming to a show or supporting local artists or even listening to the music outside of the hit singles that were famous 40 years ago. Right. (laughs) So that's why I appreciate PSO because they stick by that mantra and you look at them. They don't look like punks. They look more like skaters, but they, they dress completely normal. They look just like any, any street kid. And they play some of the raddest fucking hyphiest skate punk music I've heard since, I don't know, (laughs) probably those mid nineties bands when skate punk was a thing. Here's the the title track to the Culture Vulture EP. Culture Vulture. Culture Vulture. That was Culture Vulture. Eric is a resourceful guy, and he found uh, the rest of the the tour that they're doing. I knew it was bigger than just the three. Yeah, it was. Uh, Mandalore actually hopped on for I think three or four shows, and they were just gonna do it up until the end of this week and then come back home. But PSO, they're going all the way until uh, all the way through the first week of September, and let's see, they were in Salt Lake uh, just this last Wednesday. Or Tuesday on the 3rd. Then they were in Denver just yesterday, which is where I saw them. Because you were in Denver yesterday. I was in Denver yesterday. We actually stayed there, uh, me and my girlfriend, we stayed there an extra day. And we were like, well, we don't have to work the next day when we go home. So let's just uh, stick around. Let's watch our friends in Mandalore and let's watch PSO because we missed them in Salt Lake. (laughs) So That's awesome. It's cool. You got to do that. Yeah. Drove all the way and drove all the way back all night just so I could be here to do the punk cast. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Yeah. Just so I could be able to say that. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, tonight they're in Colorado Springs at the Black Sheep. And they will, or not tonight, today, they will be doing a matinee show. That's what it looks like. Because the same day they'll be going to Pueblo and doing a show at the Spirits House. Nice. And it's emphasize on here that it's going to be a late show so wow late thursday night they're in pueblo yeah again i'm expressing the workmanship of this band right (laughs) yeah 
then the 6th, September 6th, they will be in Grand Junction, Colorado, at with Mutual Friends. Mandalore will be playing that show. And then on the 7th, they will be playing in Las Vegas, Nevada, at Naked City Collective. And that is the Culture Vulture Tour. Voltour. That's how they Voltour. pronounce it. Nice. In 2019. So if you're in one of those cities on that date, go check out PSO. They are as real as it gets in today's modern world for punk rock music. Awesome. Well, let's listen to one more track off that EP. This one is called No Room for a Rat. You snitch and we'll find you. <laughs> PSO, PSO, pool, sco- pool skate organization, or as how they're calling themselves on this tour, Project Sellout. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're a bunch of funny little rapscallions. <laughs> I suppose if you get, uh, named your band, album, or whatever, named something, an acronym, you could change it as often as you like, right? Yeah, that's what MDC does. Nice. They change it every single album. Millions of Dead Cops, Millions of Damn Christians, Multi-Death Corporation, uh, Metal Devil Cokes. <laughs> I wonder if they thought of all those ahead of time. Like, all right, we're definitely doing NBC because we can come up with a bunch of good stuff right there. Yeah, or we already did. <laughs> Probably did. I tried to do that similarly with one band. I tried to get started. We called ourselves ODC. We're like, what does that stand for? And I was like, overdose of cannabis. 
<laughs> I just thought it sounded hilarious. <laughs> Obviously, that project never went anywhere. <laughs> well, you can save that name for something else some other time. Yeah, probably. We'll see what the future holds for ODC. Uh, be on the lookout. Right. All right. It's a great cover-to-cover album. Uh, thanks to Bart. Uh, turned me on. I already kind of knew of Midnight Tattoo, and I, I had come across that it was released, but... Uh, they released Troublebound August 1st. Bart pointed it out. And, again, I love it when people point out stuff or share stuff. And I checked it out, and I really like it. They, they came out with Troublebound again August 1st. I'm going to play a couple tracks off of it. Uh, this band is, is a great band from Antwerp in Belgium. Uh, this track right here is called Legendary Night Out. <laughs> song was that's just telling uh, a great story of a legendary night out yeah we finally <laughs> left the house <laughs> and that's it <laughs> that's cool uh, i like that band uh, after bart passed it on, i saw that it was on spotify and i listened to that album like three or four times over a couple days just 
that's what I was listening to when I had time. Uh, really cool, has a ton of great tracks. Reason why I put it here in the great cover to cover album section. Uh, this track is really cool. Uh, that old tattoo by Evil Conduct, I liked it. I don't have any tattoos myself. I just haven't found something that I want yet. But I love tattoos. I love the stories that it, and the meanings that it has for everybody. Love that Evil Conduct track. This is called Tattooed Again. And I think this is a song that's up there like that one as far as people with tattoos and, and maybe what tattoos mean. I can definitely relate to this one because I did get tattooed again this last week. Awesome. <laughs> Midnight Tattoo. Yeah, Midnight Tattoo. <laughs> uh, album is Trouble Bound. Again, came out August 1st. They've been around since 2010. So PSO uh, 2009, 10 years for them. And next year will be 10 years for Midnight Tattoo. Go check out uh, the Culture Vulture EP and Trouble Bound. Two a great EP and a great album. Yeah. And check out the rest of PSO's catalog. It's vast, but a lot of great shit on there. <laughs> uh, I was looking at Midnight Tattoo, and, and they I think this 
God, I hate to say it, but I think this was their no, second full length, maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, a bunch of EPs and stuff, too, throughout the years. They had three tracks here and so forth. Perfect. So both bands been around. Uh, check them both out. Both great. That's why we put them in the great cover-to-cover albums. We appreciate you hanging out with us, listening to some punk. We're going to wrap this show up by listening to some metal. Metal. <laughs> All right. So first up, Eric, you have Marauder. Yeah, went with Marauder. Some uh, 90s New York metal. When right? Coming off of the heels of uh, New York hardcore from the 80s, the 90s took uh, – Fully embraced the metal spectrum, and kind of kind of gave birth to the groove metal stuff, and a lot of uh, bands like uh, Madball and uh, I'm trying to think of the other one, 25 to Life and District Nine. They all came from the roots of New York hardcore, but they were like, yeah, we like this uh, we like this kind of Pantera esque machine head sound going on here. Okay, so that's what uh, Marauder did, and this song Master Killer. If you guys are into it, check out the music video. It is about as 90s cheese as it gets when it comes to hardcore. Just martial artists throwing around nunchucks and spears, and <laughs> it's just bonkers. It is so fun. It's one of those one of those things that can only come out in that time period. <laughs> well, this is Master Killer off of Master Killer from Marauder. Yeah. Came out in 96. Yep. Go! Sanctuary and become Fall upon your victims See the tears appear in their eyes Watch the bleed, see as they reconvince The one will have some I'm taking your mind and soul Only escape is your fucking grave I am all that's no killer
like those abrupt stops. Damn. <laughs> it just starts and it doesn't stop for the whole round. Right. And I owe that to the drummer of that band. I love the how the double bass just carries throughout the whole thing. <laughs> it's just got those wicked fills at the end of each stanza. I love it. Again, from Brooklyn, it's, uh, it's Mur-Otter. 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 Yeah, <laughs> just think of uh, a pillager. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last track. This is going to be Mudvayne. It's my pick. I used to listen to a lot of that new metal stuff. That's about the time I was just out of high school, so new metal was coming about right in during my high school years yeah. and popular for a few years after anyway. But I liked a lot of the bands and Mudvayne is one of them. This is probably one of their best-known tracks, if not their best-known track. It's also known as the song that goes, burm, burm, ding! Yes. <laughs> this is off of LD50, Live Dosage 50. I don't know what that's for, but Live Dosage 50 came out August 13th of 2000. This is Dig. Mudvayne like I do don't expect to see or hear anything new from Mudvayne <laughs> they've been they've been kind of off the radar for quite some time yes the band hell yeah so if you are familiar with hell yeah 
that's where two of the band members ended up. Oh, uh, yeah. Dimebag's brother, Vinnie Paul. R.I.P. <laughs> yep. Uh, for both of them. Uh, he, uh, they all did Hell Yeah together. And, and that's where those guys currently lay or... I don't know what they're doing now that uh, Vinnie Paul has now passed away. So I think when I saw that, though, they were talking about releasing the uh, the last album they were working on. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, it was basically mostly done, but I wouldn't know because I, I don't really follow Hell Yeah. I never really did, but... I, I don't either. I heard yeah. the first album, and then I've heard some tracks come here and there, but I just don't follow metal yeah. like I did 20 years ago. Yeah, Def- <laughs> definitely not that style of metal I right. follow. It just uh, a lot of that stuff didn't uh, uh, transition well with me. Sure, but it did with a lot of other people, so that that's fine. <laughs> well, as we wrap up here, uh, you can find bands on Instagram at Tiny Boats Music at 390 Music. That is all, you know, the numbers 390 at Cerebral Ballsy, and that's Ballsy with the ZY, at Pale Lips Band, at P S O L G P, at Midnight Tattoo Antwerp, at Mudvane underscore official. The show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? On Instagram, you can find me at Scary Uncle underscore Eric97. You can find me on Facebook on Eric U Norris. Uh, you can find both my bands on Instagram at Suburban Hellkill and at Anonymous Band Official, and also on Facebook, Suburban Hellkill and uh, Anonymous parentheses Band. Nice. Close parentheses. <laughs> For <laughs> those of you who are sticklers, and if you do find me on those uh, mediums, feel free to shoot me a message so I know where you're coming from. So it kind of breaks down the barrier of uh, strangers adding me on social media. And you can find Eric's writings on Slug Magazine. Indeed. You look out for my Tiny Boats article. That should be coming out in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. And hopefully some hopefully some more stuff coming your way on that front. Also, I did a write-up on PSO, the, one, the last time they were here earlier this year, on SigginsYouth.com. You can read that there if you feel inclined to do so. Excellent. Well, you've heard them, so I'm sure you're going to want to know more about them. <laughs> I know I would. <laughs> uh, on Facebook at Tiny Boats Music at 390 Band at Flirting with Disaster NZ at Cerebral Ballsy at Pale Lips at PSOLGP at Official Midnight Tattoo at Marauder NY and the show is at SLC Punkcast. You can find the show also on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, SLCPunkCast.com, and wherever else you happen to find it. Thank you for finding. Thank you for joining. Thank you for hanging out with Eric and I as we listen to and talk about various punk and punk subgenres, songs, and so forth. And some metal sprinkled in for good measure. Yeah, why not, right? <laughs> what else are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, until the next time, uh, that was episode 115. Play the fucking outro.